Hey, it's midweek again. And this week, we're still walking toward Easter. And I pray your steps are continuing steadfast in the Lord, as that is how Jesus walked to Jerusalem in order to die for our sins. This week, I want us to consider some individuals who get very little attention in most sermons, the bystanders. Matthew 27, 47 through 49 tells us, And some of the bystanders, hearing it, said, This man is calling Elijah. And one of them at once ran and took a sponge, filled it with sour wine, and put it on a reed and gave it to him to drink. But the other said, Wait, let's see whether Elijah will come to save him. Let's remember the context. This is a real day in history, as real as the day you're experiencing right now. Historic fact, a real event, a certain date, a spot in what was then a trash dump execution site just outside Jerusalem's walls, and now is the site of the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. But the context is also not tied to that certain moment. There was something universal in the pain expressed as Jesus cried out from the cross, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The pain was real, and every person there could relate. Just as every person who reads the Bible now can sense the enormity of Jesus' pain, the sense that this man hanging on the cross has been totally abandoned. Jesus' cry was heard by those gathered nearby. There are always those who gather at such moments, you know, slowing traffic as they strain to see the wreck. Some of these bystanders watching yet another execution misunderstood what Jesus cried out. They somehow thought, heard Jesus crying out for Elijah. Elijah, as Dr. Dale Bruner notes in his commentary on Matthew, was considered something like a Jewish St. Christopher, one who would ride in like the 7th Calvary to save the day. These bystanders wanted to see if Elijah would come. They were skeptical of Jesus and could not believe that the mighty prophet once transported to heaven on a flaming chariot would deign to rescue this upstart rebel rabbi. But there was one in the crowd who was touched by Jesus' cry in a different way. He did not hear Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani and think, oh, he's crying out for Elijah. This one bystander heard the cry of pain and it touched him as anyone's pain should touch our hearts. And this particular bystander did not hesitate. He saw the thirst, he felt the pain and he responded. And so it is that for eternity, forevermore, he's no longer merely seen as a bystander, but a sponge bearer. It's a huge step for anyone to take. Look around, there are billions of bystanders in the world. It's harder to spot the sponge bearers. They're far too scarce. I love Dr. Bruner's insight into this passage. He sees here Jesus' answer to a question that I've heard, you've heard thousands of times. What happens to those who have not heard the gospel or never had a chance to hear about Jesus? It's a question that should always haunt us and remind us that we have a job to do, share the good news every chance we get. 
But sadly, many so-called Christians have stopped worrying about this. They no longer believe fervently that Jesus is the only way to God. They miss the reason for our salvation and why we must share Jesus with all we encounter. Bruna writes, the sponge bearer is Matthew's last answer. God makes an amazingly huge point with someone who almost never makes the list of significant people of the Bible. The bystander who saw and heard Jesus and became a sponge bearer. He showed the faith God alone puts in a heart. He alone decides to act with compassion. And this is the Jesus reaction. As we read so often, and he had compassion on them. Salvation must be close when we look like Jesus. Election becomes visible in our responses to God's presence. The sponge bearer at the cross is, is the very person Jesus was talking about in Matthew 25. You remember, Lord, when did we ever see you? The list covers significant ground. When did we see you hungry or thirsty? When did we welcome you and clothe your nakedness? When did we see you sick or in prison and visit? God's presence with us becomes visible through our simple acts of caring. When we grab a sponge of common wine and offer it to a dying person, when we respond to kind, with kindness to the hate of this world, Think about those who do not respond in such moments. Some simply don't care. He wasn't calling me. My name ain't Elijah. Others don't act because they, they know someone else will do it for them. Perhaps in that moment and still today, so many stand still because the situation seems so hopeless. They, they want to help, but there's so little they could do if they did act. The sponge bearer did what he could do. And that's all we're ever called to do. God gives us situation that he doesn't, situations that he doesn't give to anyone else. And we're simply to serve as best we can in that moment. We can't save the world. We're not called to. We can't fix Washington. Who can? But we can care for those God brings in front of us. And in so doing, we are caring for Jesus, as certainly as the man who offered his wine. Want to make the best witness for Jesus? Feed, quench, welcome, clothe, and visit as often as you can. People will know you're a Christian by your love. God loves you. So do I. Take care, and I'll see you next week as we continue along the way to Easter.